Okay, perfect. So we are back for another episode of Drenched in Drama. Hey, Tiff. Hello, Cassandra. So can you sound less demented, please? <laughs> <laughs> not really. Not at this point. I can't. What? I can't. Not okay. when you're making me talk about this. No. Like, really. All right. We're back. Hello, Cassandra. You finally got me here. Are you happy? Yes, I'm happy to be recording another episode of Drenched in Drama. And we're going to be talking about, you know, something that we were trying to get John served with for a long time. So long, which you still have the video, right? Yeah, I should. Okay, I'm assuming I shouldn't post it till after court. But <laughs> we are talking about the video of him being served, right? And the guy calling yes. him like a douchebag or a prick yeah. or asshole something like that yeah exactly yes yes i still have that video i recently laughed at it actually it serves its purpose in the world we had talked about it before i was trying to get him served for case number 230086216216-FD, and he mm -hmm. just kept avoiding service why would he avoid service tiffany why would john avoid service because he does not want people to know that he's this awful human being yes the fact that i wasn't able to properly serve him i was only able to serve him through a process server and not the actual sheriff in his town means that my case against him wasn't made public onto like right. pinellas county record and he knows that right yeah like i said he doesn't want people to know what an horrible human being he is yeah well unfortunately for him i'm going to read you guys some of the order now the petitioner is a resident of pinellas county florida and was in a relationship with the respondent from august 2022 through november 3rd 2023 the petitioner is a single mother and domestic violence survivor with three young children two of which are autistic developmentally delayed and special needs who have lost essential developmental services at john hopkins all children's hospital due to the harassment of the respondent the petitioner requests that the court order a protective injunction due to the incidents of violence, stalking, doxing, and ongoing legal abuse and harassment committed by the respondent, who is a practicing attorney in California, who ran for California Democratic Congressional Office in 2018. As a means to end the relationship, the respondent elected to take harassing legal action to make the respondent's address public knowledge while he was fully aware that herself and children are survivors of domestic violence, evidenced by an emergency plan the respondent created for the petitioner as her attorney. It is the good faith belief that respondent's filing of a federal injunction contemporaneous to the state injunction is tantamount to harassment. Case 823-CV-02564-SDM-JSS, November 92523 denied by United States District Judge Stephen D. Maryday in the United States District Court of the Middle District of Tampa, Florida. Due to the extremely violent graphic, controlling, and disturbing nature of the texts, audio, and threats to the petitioner, the petitioner is in fear of the respondent. This includes messages from the respondent's wife, Victoria Nelson, claiming to be abused by the respondent. The respondent has threatened the petitioner that he is a lawyer and will use the legal system to, quote, get away with anything based on his knowledge working in family law and, quote, railroading single moms. This knowledge and threat puts the respondent in extreme fear and distress. The respondent gave no indication of wanting to cease a relationship until serving the petitioner with a false and abusive stalking injunction. After the injunction request was filed on 10-26-2023, citing the last date of abuse as 10-24-2023, petitioner John Nelson has called, texts, emailed, 
and solicited sex from the respondent approximately 100 times. This includes emails with Zoom links, texts, and phone calls. The respondent is a lawyer who lied and actively deceived the petitioner regarding his marital status, including falsifying divorce court documents and stating his ex-wife was an alcoholic who was a danger to his children. The respondent encouraged a relationship between his children and the petitioner's children in expectation of moving. The respondent maintained a relationship with the petitioner's three minor children until the day the abusive order was served. The respondent went as far as to falsify school documents for a potential school in Indio, California, and have the petitioner's three minor children unenrolled from school in Pinellas, Florida, in preparation to move with him to California. This caused extreme distress to all three very young children, two of whom are diagnosed with autism. The respondent is fully aware of the children's conditions as he took the respondent's non verbal autistic daughter to speech therapy at Johns Hopkins All Children's Hospital many times and took the respondent's autistic son to a social security disability evaluation and assured petitioner that the child's medication would be able to be filled in California upon moving. This is a direct harassment of minor children. The respondent worked in an official capacity as a petitioner's attorney on May 8, 2023, May 18, 2023, and August 19, 2023. The respondent used and is still in the practice of using petitioner's work over the last year in an official capacity under false pretense, which is a harassment. It is also important to note that the respondent has made no attempt to block the petitioner on social media, showing no fear, and continues to use and promote the petitioner's work publicly. I mean, don't you think that that is a pretty accurate summary of what's going on just the fact that he used this as a means to end a relationship that was completely did i didn't consent to being with a married man yeah i mean tiff i don't think that the court is going to order a protective injunction for me i mean just because of like the violence the doxing the ongoing legal abuse and harassment like i mentioned but what do you think i mean look Have you done some crazy shit? Absolutely. Have you done anything to have this man take out charges against you? No. But he has done plenty to have you take them out on him. Such as also trying to file false ones against you. Like that in and of itself is terrifying. So I don't know. You know how I feel and you know I despise liars. So there's that. Um... But just the fact that he is, you know, (laughs) supposed to be an officer of the law. I mean, he's an attorney. He's literally a licensed attorney, whether people want to accept it or not. Mm -hmm. He is licensed by the State Bar Association in California. So he's someone who swore to uphold the law and he's lying. He's outright lying in a court of law. And he's doing it without a moment's hesitation. And there's literal proof that he's lying because lest we forget, lest we forget, there's a federal fucking court filing that we haven't even released that people don't even know that he filed. The federal one. And it completely contradicts this one. Exactly. And you know what, Tiffany? That's why I added it into this order. And I said, it is the good faith belief that respondents filing of a federal injunction contemporaneous to the state injunction is tantamount to harassment. And then I did cite the case number. Um, He had filed it, you guys, on November 9th, 2023. It was denied by the United States District Judge Stephen D. Mary Day in the United States District Court. Middle District of Tampa. 
And that's going to be a whole different episode where we are going to read to you guys the actual lawsuit that he filed against me because, oh my God, it's insane. He literally accuses me of human trafficking him. Yeah, no, he actually literally for real 100% says that. And it's just so insane to me. The fact that anyone could act that way. I don't understand. I I don't understand. After the injunction request was filed on 10-26-2023, citing the last date of abuse on 10-24-2023, petitioner John Nelson has called, text, emailed, and solicited sex from the respondent approximately a hundred times. This includes emails with Zoom links, texts, and phone calls. To me, that's just like the most disturbing part of all of this. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Here, you I'll know, just... he sat here and filed this against you, and he filed it and claimed that he was so scared, yet he continuously contacted you and kept telling you that you were moving with him and had you take your kids out of school and out of services and was recording with you and telling you how much he loved you literally up until the minute you were served, the moment you were served. Mm-hmm. And I try to make it clear in this filing so that the judge can understand, like, he definitely knew the impact that these therapies have on my children, right? Absolutely. You know, I think it was really good that you were able to get statements from the kids, you know, therapists and teachers and stuff like that, because it proves how involved he was in your children's lives while he's simultaneously trying to convince a court that he basically had a short fling with you and you've been stalking him. Yeah, exactly. I I don't know. It's just all keep coming back to this word and I hate to, but I feel like it's all very intentional. It is intentional. Mm -hmm. What else would it be? And he's still in the practice of using my work, which I hate. I just don't understand him. I don't get his deal. I don't understand why he is the way he is, why he is lying. It's just, it's all so intentional and it's, it's just mean spirited. You know how I feel about that. Yeah. And I mean, I think, I hope that that statement gives enough information to the court. Like I said, like, I don't think that it will get granted, but I did include all of the acts of violence just so that the judge could see like why I'm basically asking for this order. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, they need to know. December 30th, 2022 at the respondent's apartment in Pinellas County, Florida, the respondent choked and hit the petitioner without consent and against the petitioner's direct wishes. On January 1st, 2023 at the respondent's apartment in Pinellas County, Florida, the respondent grabbed and hit the petitioner on the face without consent and against the direct wishes of the petitioner. On January 7th, 2023, during a trip to a hotel in Indian Rocks Beach, Florida, the respondent choked and repeatedly hit the petitioner with, without consent and against direct wishes of the respondent. On January 8th, 2023, at a hotel in Pinellas County, Florida, the respondent choked and repeatedly hit the petitioner without consent and against the direct wishes of the petitioner. January 11th, 2023, at the petitioner's apartment in Pinellas County, Florida, the respondent slapped and hit the petitioner while he threatened the petitioner, stating, I have killed women before and could kill you. I can make you disappear if I want, and I'm smart enough to get away with it. I want to hurt you worse. I want to beat the fuck out of you and really hurt you, and I have to. So there was five different instances that I read through and highlighted and you know this is one that tiffany and i have talked about a lot where he was like i have killed women 
before and could kill you. I could make you disappear. And no one would ever know. Do you think his wife knows that he is that way? Like, has that ever occurred to you? Yeah, I wonder that. I wonder if he's very, like, sexually violent with her because it was really bad. I mean, it was really bad to the point where I'm, like, looking back at it thinking this is terrifying. It is terrifying. I just don't understand it. I've gone through this so many times in my head, you know, and tried to figure it out. And I just don't know how to react. Like, you're not going to like the reaction, I'm going to say. If I had known about it, I'd have told you to get away from him. You should have never been around him. It just makes me sick. It makes me sick to even think about that stuff. I mean, I know that I already know about it now, but I remember the first time that I found out. And, you know, your business is your business. You're an adult. But I remember just being like, Cassandra, why the fuck would you let this person treat you that way? And not blaming you, but just not understanding it. Like, why would you allow this person around your kids? And, you know, I know the side that he showed you and I know the narcissist and the abuser and the way that they prey on people and make you feel like you need them. But it's just so crazy to me to think that this man was doing this to you right under my nose and I was actively encouraging you to be with him. Like, he got one over on all of us, pretty much, except for your family. Yeah, because, I mean, I was definitely willing to hide it. I A couple of things, like, I didn't want it to be real. So you were abused. Abused people usually blame themselves, and that's why they hide it. So, but still, just the fact that it could happen, and I didn't know. Like, I don't know, it makes me feel bad. It makes me feel bad. No, and, and I think that a lot of people that are abused do that, too. Like, they lie to their friends. They lie to their family. They lie to themselves. As I was going to say they lie to themselves too. Mm -hmm. And I, because I was looking at it like I can put up with this to have somebody better for my kids, which is so backwards, which I mean, that's a good thing that I've gotten into therapy. Yeah. How's that going, by the way? It's going really good, but I'll be honest, it's really, really hard. I told you it is hard, but it's worth it. You'll see. Yes, it is. It has been helping me a lot. And like some of the techniques and tools that I'm learning are definitely helping. But also at the same time, you know, it does feel like a lot of hard work. So I kind of get it with people when people are saying like, yeah, therapy is hard. I mean, it's definitely hard work, but I'm proud of you. And I can tell that it's making a difference because you haven't lost your shit and like blown up the world because I'm over here not able to record since I'm an accidental influencer. Yes. Ugh. Yes. It's been crazy. Um, yeah. It definitely has. Not as crazy as this shit. I'll say that. Becoming an overnight doc sensation isn't as crazy as this. I don't know. It is pretty crazy. I think we should talk about it at the end of the episode because I'm just fascinated and I need people to know. I feel like I am still going through the abuse with him. I listed... You are. That's the thing. If this man had just been a freaking married sleazeball and left you the fuck alone we would have already been like not even talking about anything to do with him anymore other than what a prick he was mm -hmm. there damn sure wouldn't be a podcast to record every week about the court proceedings because there wouldn't have been any court proceedings. you know what i mean 
He's yeah. literally abusing you through the court system. Of course you're fucking afraid of him. Who wouldn't be afraid of somebody who is trying to sue you in a federal court of law? Thankfully, it got thrown out. Trying to get you put in jail and trying to take out false fucking charges against you when you're a single mom. Like, what? Yeah, I'm sorry. The last person that he relentlessly called a sex trafficker had millions of dollars to sue him back. I have no way to defend myself. Hundreds of millions of dollars. Not just millions. Hundreds of millions. <sighs> That's so fucked up. So, yeah, I did. I listed five instances of harassment. August 30th, 2022, the respondent emailed the petitioner falsified divorce documents. October 16th, 2022, the respondent texted petitioner, I am not going anywhere, period. You are not going to be able to push me away. At some point, you will just come to the conclusion that you want to be with me. November 2nd, 2022, the respondent texts the petitioner, you belong to me and only to me and I will use you as I wish. December 20th, 2022, the respondent texts the petitioner, I'm going to try and make a flight that gets to Tampa tonight. The petitioner replies, why? The respondent replies, because I want to be with you. You don't have to see me, but I'm coming there. In the same text exchange, the respondent states, I'm going to move out there even with you hating me. I just really like it there and I need a new beginning. I won't bother you or anything. I'm really sorry. February 22nd, 2023, the respondent texts the petitioner, you know what happens when I catch you eating junk food. I drag you to the bathroom by your hair and get you on your knees and shove my fingers down your throat until you puke all over the floor. Petitioner is now aware the respondent is married to Victoria Nelson. Besides respondent harassing petitioner, the respondent's wife as an agent of the petitioner has harassed the respondent. October October 1st, 2023, after having to create a new social media to avoid Victoria Nelson, Victoria Nelson harassed the petitioner via social media stating, you are evil and you tried to destroy my family, but you didn't win, did you? Love wins. October 1st, the respondent told the petitioner that Victoria Nelson is a drunk who wishes to harm the respondent, but if she continues, the respondent would seek a restraining order on the petitioner's behalf. October 6, 2023, at 2.07 a.m., the respondent sent the petitioner a text that states, I think I should start planning your funeral. Wednesday, mm -hmm. October 25th, the respondent texts the petitioner stating, are you excited? I need to look at flights for Thursday, and details plans to come to Florida and help the petitioner move herself and her three minor children to California to live with him. As a result of his intentional harassment, the petitioner's two disabled minor children have lost occupational and speech therapy at John Hopkins All Children's Hospital. The petitioner's nonverbal autistic six-year-old child especially has experienced extreme distress over the loss of required services. A letter from the child's teacher is attached. It is important to note that the respondent was aware of the importance of the therapies and had even taken the petitioner's child to said speech therapies. October 29th, 2023, at 1.36 p.m., the respondent sent the petitioner a text that states, hopefully the cramps don't kill you, but at least I would be there for your funeral. November 3rd, 2023, at 9.37 a.m., a Pinellas County Sheriff's deputy showed up to the respondent's home with a stalking injunction filed by the respondent. It is the good faith belief that respondent filed a stalking injunction to reveal the home address to further harass the petitioner and her children, whom he knows to be domestic violence victims. An emergency plan of action created by the respondent for the petitioner will be evidence. November 25th, 2023, Victoria Nelson made her social media background a picture taken from the respondent's bedroom. 
The respondent has called, texted, and emailed the petitioner approximately a hundred times since 10-24-2023 when he filed an injunction on the petitioner. This includes emails with Zoom links, texts, and phone calls, and solicitation for sexual material. The respondent and his wife have shown a clear and consistent request for contact with themselves and their children. The respondent has shown a clear and consistent request for sexually explicit content and desire to control harass and abuse the petitioner. The respondent has shown a clear and documented pattern of harassment of individuals. The pattern of the pattern of behavior displayed by the respondent shows an ongoing systemic course of conduct of continued harassment of the petitioner under Florida statute 784048. The respondent requests that the court order a protective injunction to ensure all harassment ceases. So much harassment. I mean, everything from Victoria messaging you and I on social media saying you are evil, you tried to destroy my family, you didn't win, did you? Love wins. And I'm not making that up, folks. Tiffany was actually there to witness that one. I'm pretty sure I have a screenshot or 20. Yeah. You know, and some of them are pretty ridiculous that I included, but to me, looking back, they're weird. Like the fact that he's like, hopefully your cramps don't kill you, but at least I'd be there for your funeral. And that was October 29th. You guys, like he's, that's like right after he files this order on me, he's in the closet, he's got his baby carrot in one hand, and he's texting me about my funeral with his other hand. Like that's concerning to me. And I'm going through all of this finding like multiple times he's mentioned my funeral. So I include some of them obviously just I don't know if the judge is going to think I'm stupid or he is harassing you through the court of law he is committing abuse through the legal process he's harassing you he is basically doxing you he put your information out on the fucking internet to the point that we had to discuss things that we never planned on discussing yeah. you never hid your past but we had no choice but to immediately just tell everyone in the world mm -hmm. even though they were going to be judging you about whatever anyway oh and by the way i have this history and da 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 da, da because you can all now look me up on the internet thanks to this lying prick yep. you know like he literally continues to abuse you every fucking day that the sham of a court proceeding of his continues on every day that he refuses to be served by the fucking sheriff you had to get a process server which isn't even legal thanks to the fucking state of florida to go and serve this prick and he literally sat there and said my attorney is gonna accept service just so you know she said it in court this morning the judge said it in court thanks buddy and the guy was like asshole like what are you kidding me and okay then why didn't your attorney fucking accept it then huh why why did the judge have to jump your shit it's why did ridiculous. he change his phone number I don't know. I don't know. The same reason he cheats on his wife like it's a fucking hobby. It is a hobby for him. It's sick. It's disgusting. Yeah. I mean, he's an abuser. He's a predator. He's an abuser. That's my opinion. I'm allowed to have my own opinion. And it is based upon the fact that you have preyed upon and abused your wife according to her own words. And I have watched you literally abuse and prey upon my best friend. So that's my opinion. You're an abuser in my opinion. I, yeah, I just think that they show nothing but a clear and consistent request for not only contact, but like contact and harassment, just total harassment. And like you always like to say, not for nothing, not for nothing. <laughs> yes, that's right. Not for nothing.
but he was able to change his phone number for the police so that he could evade being served but he had me as a stalker allegedly all that time but he couldn't just change his number yeah because he was so very afraid mm -hmm. of what you were gonna do all the way in florida so afraid that he traveled there multiple times right i i just it blows my mind like when i have to actually sit down and thank god that i do have a lawyer now to actually help me cassandra i, feel... I forgot can you remind me really quickly how many times did you travel to the state of California while you were in a relationship with this man, supposedly stalking him? Um, zero. That's right. Okay. Just checking. Sorry. Yeah. Continue. That's okay. Yeah. I mean, he would have you believe that I forced him to jerk his baby carrot and film it and send it to me. I promise you. If I was going to stalk somebody, it would probably be like Ryder Strong or maybe Andrew okay. Keegan. Tiffany. 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 You're easy Tiffany, to stop. I see you on TikTok. I just live go to TikTok. Right exactly. I, you're easy I to stop. I see you. Answer my text messages. I am just so grateful that I was able to retain an attorney in time for court and he is having me deposed, which it's funny, Tiff, because he always says that deposing people is a strategy to like scare them out of going to court. So I don't know. Yeah, it's supposed to be. It didn't work for me personally. Right. So we'll see. He's having me deposed. I can't really afford to have him deposed. I think my lawyer has it, whatever she can have under control, under control. You know, I just have to have faith. It's a roll of the dice when you go to court because a lot of it is just up to the judge. And but yeah, you guys, I don't expect that my order is going to be granted because the instances of violence have been so, are, are so long ago. A lot of the harassment is still ongoing, although it is really hard to get an order granted on somebody that lives out of state but we'll see i mean he might get an order granted on me because i made ntlawyer.com we don't know but yeah but you know john and victoria if you don't mind if you could stop making fake instagram accounts and you know messaging cassandra trying to scare her into not continuing with court that'd be great That'd be great. You know, there's no proof that it's you, but who else would it be? Right. I, Just saying. Even though I understand that my order probably isn't going to get granted, even though I think it should, I want it to be public record, which he's stopped that from happening now but i wanted it to be on a court public record somewhere just for the safety of other women because of the choking because of the violence because of the pattern of behavior and just like the, the consistent obsessive nature of which he wanted all of these photos and videos from me and him involving the kids and like using pictures of his kids to solicit me and stuff like that i just I wanted it documented. Like the next woman that he does this to, I want mm -hmm. them to be able to be believed. They should be. All of them should be. That's the thing. All of them should be. This is a very clear and consistent pattern by this man. Well, what's scary is that he's so smart that he has made it so that this case is not public record, even though it should be. For all intents and purposes, it should be. But You know, Cassandra, I don't think it's the first time he's done something like this. That's probably why. You know what? That's exactly what our friend Mike said. He's like, I'm sorry, Cass. There's no way this is the first time. There's no way. That's interesting. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, he's like, just the way it was all timed out and everything. Mm -hmm. How could it be the first time? 
it's just hard to believe anybody could be that diabolical but very clearly some people are yeah and remember guys we will be going over that federal court filing which is literally hilarious i mean like it's terrifying and it's harassment but there are some parts of it where you're like okay is he a serial killer who's coming unglued because it kind of seems that way i don't know what this man is i honestly do not know other than a very very sick individual well that i mean that federal filing was like laughable it was wild we'll get into it um yeah seriously but yeah if you guys even though this was such a hard episode to record it just gave me so much anxiety and it's hard to go through all of this and relive it but i'm glad i did and i'm glad that it's finally off my chest and it's finally out there and thank you tiffany yeah no problem i just wish we had something better to talk about well we can end the episode talking a little bit about tiktok and what's going on over there we are going to be having guests coming on to drenched in drama lots of big big things happening with drenched in drama soon i don't want to like put the names out there just in case we're not able to get them but we do have some possible familiar faces that are going to come on the podcast and people with stories of survival and healing and things like that so but otherwise we have both been trying to grow our following because the more people that are following the podcast and the story the more people that can access this information we do have an instagram we do have a TikTok and I have grown our TikTok drenched in drama TikTok account to over 5,000 followers, which is insane. And I've done it by going to Tiffany's Grow Lives. So, <laughs> oh God. Like, you have to tell us about this, Tiff. This is insane. Like, I don't know if people that are listening to this podcast know that you're like a TikTok queen, but Tiffany has a shit ton of tiktok followers like seventy-five thousand followers on tiktok like oh okay what are you doing over i do there, girl? not i do not look she's being dramatic i only have forty-eight thousand one hundred. i do not have seventy-five thousand. it's still a lot and you helped me grow the podcast a ton which is really helpful yeah well and that's the thing so if you remember when i first started growing it was so i could go live and like do my own thing do my hair whatever but it was mostly so i could talk about the podcast and get the word out you know and it's so wild it's it's wild because i accidentally became an influencer and so now you know i have a job doing so on tiktok it's crazy i know to my full-time job and it's... the podcast and the union so i apologize to all of you for not being here for like the past two weeks that cassandra's been chasing me down going just give me 30 minutes i need 30 minutes so yes. i apologize for that it's okay love you guys and it totally was not intentional it it's been a wild couple of weeks it really me. has been i mean because you were on there you're yeah. doing beach waiver and people were like naturally drawn to your lives which doesn't surprise me that is one of the reasons that i don't want to say like i picked you but i picked you for the carter verse podcast right. because I mean I was on Twitter and you had seen a video of me with Aaron and mm -hmm. started making fun of me but you were really smart and witty and I was like oh who is this they know their shit and they're, they're funny 
<laughs> look, like, it is not my fault that I didn't know that it was secretly you. And by the way, we were friends at the time. She and I were friends at the time. I'm just saying. I did not know it was her. And so I was like, Aaron used to call his group LMG. And at first it was Love Money Gang. And then he decided to change the name and claim that it had always been the Love Movement Gang. And so I saw Cassandra up there basically in boxes, I guess you would say, with Aaron Carter and like these other girls. I said, what's up with the Little Manson girls? And that was LMG, right? Little Manson girls. So that's what everybody Super started clever. calling them. So yeah, I wasn't making fun of you per se. I just thought it was crazy that he had all of these groupies who were so willing to buy into his shit that he was literally on his way to the state of Colorado right then at that moment to buy a mansion. <laughs> that is That was such a crazy live and I still have that saved oh, on my phone. Do you really? We have to watch it again sometime. Oh am, my goodness. I'm a magnet for narcissistic lunatics, literally. Yeah. Like, I yeah. will find them I, I anywhere in the wild. I'm just like, oh... <laughs> Are you a predator? Hi, my name's Cassandra. Pretty much. Pretty. I mean, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah, like Fred Savage is my favorite actor of all time, followed by Danny Masterson. Wait, what? What happened? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> but yeah, you guys definitely should go check out the Drenched in Drama social media pages, share us, like all of the things. And we're always going to have more court updates, uh, joint episodes. We have the episodes that come out on Spotify and the timeline episodes. We're also doing Victoria's DMs. And I've been slowly moving everything from Cassandra Explains It All over to this feed, um, including the Drew Barrymore book, which I didn't ever finish recording from my Patreon uh, because of all the stuff that happened with Endy and now I kind of just uh -huh. want to give away the book because I don't want to finish it yeah so yeah. If, any, if anybody wants it hit me up I don't know about you but I'll just be glad when this is all over and that man like slinks off to wherever and whatever he's doing exactly i mean i feel like yeah i just want to move on with my life we've got so many good interviews actually already set up i just want to move on but i can't because i'm being attacked and i feel like i have to defend myself you know even the lawyer told me look you can settle you could settle with him and then just never talk about him again and it there's and nothing for you to settle for though you didn't do anything wrong right and the stalking that would just guarantee that the stalking order didn't go on my record and i'm like i'm not going I can't do that. I just can't. I can't do that. And and you shouldn't have to. No. Period. You shouldn't have to. No. He should be ashamed of himself. And if that order does get granted because of how I reacted, because of his manipulation and, you know, that being his plan and it works, then uh -huh. I, I honestly think like that says a lot more about him than it does me. Yeah, and not only do you guys need to follow Drenched in Drama, you need to go over and follow Shut Up Tiffany on TikTok. That's where she spends her entire life now when, <laughs> when she's not here podcasting or working. Thank you guys, everybody, for supporting the Patreon and helping me to get the lawyer. And we will talk to you guys again soon. Later. Bye.